0: I'm Amber Peterson, and you're listening to Mamas and Money, episode number 10, Life Insurance Plans and What Affects Cost. Did you know that creating confidence with your money will change your life? My name is Amber Peterson. I'm a mother, licensed financial professional, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you're ready, let's take this journey together. Hello everyone. And can you believe it? We are at the end of September. I felt like September just flew by. <laughs> it's amazing how quickly it can go when the family's busy and the kids are all in school and we, you know, are working and all of those amazing things that we're doing in our lives. And the time just goes by so fast. Has it gone by fast for you? I know it's gone by fast for us in rounding out our life insurance awareness month here in September. I wanted to go over some specific plans that are available to you and the benefits of each one. Now, I do recommend that you do talk to a licensed financial professional. I know the plans that I work with have lots of different features. And if you already have a life insurance agent, wonderful. Make sure you go and talk to them about the things that are involved in your plan. And if you're looking for a review of that, please definitely reach out. So the first one I want to talk about today is term insurance. So very basic term insurance means that you're covered for a specific amount of money for a specific amount of time. Usually that can range from anywhere from 10 years to 30 years. Now you do have the option sometimes in some plans to then renew that term, but generally speaking, it's about 10 to 30 years that you're covered. Now once that term of time is up, you no longer have that coverage. So, for example, if you've had a 30-year term policy, and let's say we're 20, so at age 50, if you have not utilized that policy, then at age 50, you no longer have that policy unless it gives you the option of renewing. So, you do not have that benefit any longer. Now, we do have term policies out there that aren't just a death benefit, but actually offer living benefits as well. So a plan with living benefits would be things like chronic illness, critical illness, and terminal illness that are included in the plan. If you have one of these plans that have the critical, chronic, and terminal illness, that means you can use those benefits while you are living instead of just the benefit when you pass. Some examples of what critical illness is, if you're diagnosed with cancer, if you have a heart attack, if you have a stroke, these are examples of major illnesses, we define them as critical illnesses, that you could access those benefits for. Now, of course, it needs to go through the proper channels. It needs to be diagnosed by a doctor. But once that is diagnosed and the insurance company is able to get all that documentation and improve, they can actually use that death benefit for those conditions. So that would be a critical illness. A chronic illness, it's sometimes referred to in different plans as long-term care. But what it means is if we need to have some sort of assistance in living, whether it's at home whether it's at a facility, we commonly refer to this as assisted living. But basically the term for that or the definition is if we can't do two of the six basic living functions and it's diagnosed by a doctor, that we need that assistance, then we can qualify for this care. And depending on the plan you have, you might be able to access This benefit at a certain percentage of your death benefit going forward. So for example, some of the plans that I work with, that chronic illness benefit can give you 2% of the policy value every single month up to 24% annually. So as an example, if you had coverage for $500,000 and you qualified for this benefit at a 2% payout, That means you would get $10,000 every single month to take care of you in that situation. And I also want to go over the basic living functions that qualify. So very simple things that a lot of us do take for granted. Things like bathing, continence, dressing, eating, toileting, and transferring. Basically, being able to get up and move on our own, going to the bathroom by ourselves, being able to dress and feed ourselves, and being able to have some control over our bodily functions. So if you do qualify for that, it is a huge blessing because then you do have access to that care and you don't have to rely on family to provide that care going forward. This one tends to be a little bit more personal to me currently because I have a grandmother who's in assisted living. And I am so grateful she can access the care that she needs because as much as our family, we love her and want to support her. We're not medical professionals and can't provide the care that she needs. And so having access to that can be a big benefit and blessing moving forward. Now, the next illness that can be covered as a living benefit is a terminal illness. Terminal illness is usually defined as a diagnosis by a doctor that we have less than 12 months to live. If this happens and we're diagnosed with this, we can get up to the policy value to use however we need to, whether it's final expense, whether it's being able to get our finances in order, it is available. And of course, on top of that, you do have the death benefit if you are not in need of a critical, chronic, or terminal illness. Now, in some cases, you can also access disability as an optional benefit that if you become disabled, you can also get some living benefit from that policy as well for a certain amount of time. When looking at especially term, term policies tend to be more affordable. They're not as expensive as permanent policies. You're able to get more coverage because of cost, and it can cover things like living benefits. So you're going to want to look at your specific policy if you have a term or if you're looking into term to see if this would be a right fit for you. Now, the second type of plan is a permanent policy, and we have a couple different categories. One would be whole life and the other option is an IUL. Now, once again, with your specific plans, you're going to want to look at the specifics of what you have and what benefits are available. Now, whole life has been around for many years. The way permanent policies work is that they build up a cash value as well as giving you a death benefit. And then some plans can also add other benefits as well into the plan. So whole life is a cash value benefit. So it builds up cash as well as gives you a death benefit that lasts your whole life. So no matter when you pass away, that benefit will always be there and it will not go away as long as premiums are met. Now with whole life, depending on the company worth, it traditionally has a fixed lower interest rate to build that cash value. It can also allow you to access that cash value while you are living. And depending on the company you have, there's going to be maybe rules and regulations that say how that money can be taken out and if that money needs to be paid back. But the way that they're designed is that they will be there for your entire life. There is a protection moving forward. Now, the second type of permanent plan that I work with is called an IUL. And the full name for that is called an Index Universal Life Plan. Now, the way it differs from whole life is instead of a small fixed interest rate, you actually go into the market and get the growth of the market. It's like the stock market is what I'm referring to in different indices in the market, like the S&P 500. Now, the big difference there is because you can then grow that cash value at a bigger rate depending on the performance of the market. Different companies that I use can include critical, chronic, and terminal illness in the plan. This can include long-term care, so if you need that benefit in assisted living, it is there for you. It also can include being able to access those funds in a way that is tax-free, as well as giving you options for living, benefits in the cash value, and in its permanent. However, permanent policies, something that you'll want to consider moving forward, is they are more expensive than term policies. So those are the big differences between term and whole life. One is for a specific period of time, can be more cost effective. Permanent policies tend to be a little bit more expensive. However, they can add a lot of different benefits to help you and your family move forward. I do recommend talking to a financial professional to see which one is going to be best for you. Or in your circumstance, you may qualify for both and use both for different needs. And these really need to coincide with your family's goals and your dreams and the things that you want to accomplish. Now, if you've heard some of the other podcasts regarding life insurance, I do feel that life insurance is a vital part of a financial plan. Because it offers that safety and that security and that protection going forward. And especially with our world today, there's many other things that aren't stable and they're a little volatile. It always brings peace of mind to me to have that extra layer of protection going forward. Now, something else I want to address is what affects the cost of life insurance. And it can be influenced by several different factors. One is your age. Your age will play a factor in the cost of life insurance your health so depending on your health conditions if you're taking any medications how long you've had those conditions that is going to play a role in how much life insurance will be the type of policy you get just like we went over just a minute ago with term policies versus permanent policies the type of policy you get is going to vary in cost and how much coverage you get is also going to affect the cost of life insurance so, someone that wants $100,000 in coverage is going to pay a different amount versus someone that wants a million dollars in coverage for them and their family. So, you'll want to weigh all of these different options with your financial professional to make sure that you're getting the ones that work best for you. Now, what makes life insurance a little bit more affordable? So, depending on if you're getting term or if you're getting permanent, what else can affect this? You can buy coverage when you're younger and you're healthier just statistically our bodies as we age tend to be less healthy so getting a policy when you're younger and you're in better health can add to lowering the cost of life insurance also maintaining or working towards being in good health if you're not quite as young anymore that's okay as long as you're working on maintaining and having a very healthy body and doing all you can to maintain good health, you can also still get very affordable insurance. And then also work with a specialized insurance professional. They're really going to guide you and structure all of these different plans properly so it meets your goals and your dreams. And will help you through the process not only to get it started, but also help you to look at that each and every year to help you move forward and gain the clarity you need about how your plan is working for you how much do you need is a big question. (laughs) And this will really depend on a lot of factors. Once again, your family has certain dreams and goals that you want to meet. And you want to make sure that these plans meet those dreams and goals and protects everything that you're working so hard for. Some things that you want to look at as you're raising a family and they're growing up, you want to look at income replacement. How much income Is your family bringing in every single year? What would you need in coverage to replace that income? And not just in one year, but 10 to 20 years down the road, how much income is that that you would want to have replaced? Also, is there any outstanding debt that you want to make sure is covered if a loved one passes that you can go ahead and pay off that debt so it's no longer a burden on you and your family? That's another factor to look at. You also want to look at if there's any education expenses that need to be met, especially if you have younger children and you want to put them through schooling. You want to make sure that there's coverage there for those education expenses in case the worst were to happen. And also looking at the future of retirement. Now, this would also play a factor into those permanent plans of how that's going to supplement for retirement. And Also thinking about the future. So I only covered a couple of different um, insurances here today, but there's also things like funeral concierge services that have insurance with them. So those funeral expense costs that can also play a big factor. There's just long-term care by itself. And so there's a lot of different things that can still be out there that you may want to look into to supplement what you already have so you have all of the bases covered moving forward. I hope you found that beneficial to find out a little bit more about what plans are out there, what's inside them, and what it affects the cost of life insurance. If you have any questions moving forward, don't hesitate to reach out. I would love to walk you through this process. You can always find out more either about money or money mindset, or if you want to book an appointment for financial needs analysis at amberpetersoncoaching.net. And I hope to hear from you soon. Thank you for joining me today. Please let me know if you have any questions or ideas of things you want to learn about in upcoming podcast episodes. You can reach me by email at amberpetersoncoaching at gmail.com. And if you find this podcast to be beneficial and is supporting you in your goals, please leave a review. That way others can find this podcast as well. I appreciate you and look forward to taking this journey together.